Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am excited to be with you on this November afternoon and talk to you about Christmas. And I know for my friends in the U.S., you're still thinking about Thanksgiving because that's coming up on Thursday this week. And you're probably also thinking a little bit about Black Friday and a little bit about Cyber Monday. And we're going to talk about that tonight as well because Cyber Monday and Black Friday equals spending money in most people's world. And sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can get people into a lot of trouble. So we're going to talk about that tonight as well because here on Financially Speaking, we are existing to help everybody be financially secure and financially comfortable because really one of those crazy awkward topics that people talk about is, is finances or they avoid talking about it's like religion and politics they try and avoid it at all costs but it makes up a huge huge part of your life in terms of the impact it has on you and I say that it makes up a big part of your life because it does and not in the sense money is so powerful and the be all and end all because really money at the end of the day is just money it's a, it's a paper and it doesn't matter and if it's an American currency or Canadian currency or if it's the euro or the pound or anything else the yen it pick any kind of currency at the end of the day it's just money and by saying that we give it so much power over our lives and mentally it gets into this mindset for us where we have all we're controlled by this money and this money is controlling our happiness and our lifestyle and, and what we can buy and when we can buy it and if we can go out for dinner or not go out for dinner or take that trip and and I and I get it to some extent that's true but when we just think of money as money, it's just like the chair or the table or the desk or the stove. It has no more control over you than that does. What we want to do is just just remember that money is just money. And once we can be comfortable and take that sigh of relief and say, you know what, money is money and I have control over it and I can always have control over it, then we can always, always hands on what we want and how we want it for our life and how we want it to show up. And I know I'm probably crossing over to a couple other hosts show and I know when I think of Christine MacGyver um, manifesting and uh, talking about universal laws and and understanding that uh, she understands it so very well and I know Christine is probably uh, not probably most definitely (laughs) more of an expert than I am to talk about that but I can't help but mention it tonight because when we talk about money uh, it really is just like anything else you're manifesting more of it in your life or what happens a lot of the time people manifest less of it and more stress up over it because they put it into a complicated mindset for them. So that I know is a whole other show talking about manifestation and mindset and, and universal laws. But I just wanted to mention that and keep it in mind because it really does come up and it really does all tie together. So money's just money. We need it to buy groceries and we need it to buy Christmas gifts, which we are going to talk about tonight because we are just over a month away from visiting uh, all the department stores or visiting our online stores and opening presents and visiting family, eating probably too much (laughs) and having Santa Claus come and visit. And for that, we want to be prepared. So the reason we're doing it on Christmas before Thanksgiving and before Black Friday and before Cyber Monday is because all people apply the same, not just to Christmas, but to every holiday. And we want to make sure that we're aware, very conscious, like extremely aware of the fact that we're spending money because a lot of people do it subconsciously and don't even pay attention to it. And some people get all uptight and stressed about it and they think, well, I have to spend so much on this person because I spent so much on that person. And if I bought this person a gift, then I have to buy somebody else a gift. It's kind of like when you get married and you're planning a wedding and you're thinking, well, if I invite this cousin, then I have to invite that cousin. And if I invite that cousin, then I have to invite his wife. And next thing you know, my 100 people of my wedding went to 150 just because of who you think you have to invite and what you think you have to do. And I'm I'm going to be honest and, and tell you, you don't have to do anything. This is all about what were you, what fits your lifestyle, what makes you happy. 
And that's really what the season's about. And as much as we talk about money here and we want to make life easy for everybody and understandable, we want to keep in mind what, what the true season is about and what life is really all about in general. And that is just happiness and be happy and, and surround yourself with people you love and people who love you because that's really what it is at the end of the day. You don't want the holiday, no matter whether it's Thanksgiving that we've, we had in Canada or Thanksgiving that you're going to have in the, the United States uh, this week or if it's Christmas or any of those. Those holidays are meant to be enjoyed with people, not to stress you out. And I always am a bit sad when the holidays end and I hear people say, oh, I'm so happy that that's over because it was so much work and it was so stressful because I am always really happy to have the holidays and say, oh, this is great. You have lots of people and lots of crazy mayhem and excitement and disorganization and the kids come home and they bring their dogs and their skin others and we play games and we eat food and we just enjoy being together and it has to be about who can spend more and go into debt farther and and uh, that just makes me a little bit sad when I talk to people after that. So I really want to focus tonight on how we're going to get through the holidays in terms of being financially successful because it's a definite possibility and a definite option that we can we can choose if we so do. Um, but I also want us to keep in mind that the holidays, regardless of your religion, if you celebrate Christmas or you celebrate Hanukkah or whichever holiday that you do celebrate, that you remember it's really about the people you're with and, and who you're with and the time you get to spend together. So the show, financially speaking, we talk about all kinds of different financial concepts. And I hope you've been enjoying the time that my sister has been filling in for me and and sharing all her knowledge about um, employment and the cost of of doing business and the cost of doing business has so many so many definitions that get carried with it in the in the business world because the cost of doing business we look at we had to spend that on you know computer security that's the cost of doing business but the cost of doing business because you're not compliant with health and safety or because you've had a, a workplace hazard or injury and now you're under investigation that cost of doing business is extremely costly i don't mean financially you you're dealing with people you're dealing with their lives you're dealing with you're dealing with the the um the whole mood of your corporation and your core values as a person as a company and and it's just there's so much to it and i know there's there's always a lot and i i know i've been wearing when she's talked to people and i've seen that fear come over them and because they, people, it's so hard to know when you're in business to know everything and, and what things cost and how much and how quickly it's into trouble. So uh, hopefully she's, uh, you guys have been enjoying as much as I have listening and learning about keeping your family safe with uh, special first aid training and babysitting health and safety because it's so, so very important. And on a financial side, it's also very, very expensive if there's you run into health and safety or any illness so if it's not planned and you're not protected and you're not covering yourself so of course you know how my mind always relates us to finance and and I can't help it because I it does and it it just naturally you know things happen and and it's going to affect our bottom line and our bottom line is usually something that comes out in the in the form of finance and cash so with that said let's talk a little bit about Chris so we're going to talk about this this is a great holiday. There's lots of exciting music and lots of green and red. And we want to make sure that green doesn't go in the red. So we want to make sure we stay in the black when it comes to finances. So when we're talking about green tonight, we're talking about the dollar, even though I know if you're some of my Canadian friends, we have lots of colors with our money. Our, we have got green and purple and blue and red. We've got some pretty money. Um, so we do have a green one. We've got a green one. So I'm going to say green. The green is the, the money that we're talking about. And we don't want to go in the red. And when I say go in the red, for those of you in business, or those of you that are in debt, you probably know that saying and that expression. And that means you owe more than you've got coming in, or you owe more than you can comfortably handle paying. So we want to make sure you stay in the black. And to stay in the black, that means you end up with more money at the end of the day than you do debt. So that is, of course, our goal all the time. But especially around this time of year, what happens is a lot of people go out in the mall and they, they kind of go a little side with their planning and their their finances. And they they any discipline they've had for the year that they've been tracking cash and they're intentionally buying stuff at the right time and they're intentionally saving their money and they look at uh, – sales and they look at 
point of sale purchases and and they're controlling these pulses and they're giving themselves the 24 hour cooling off period to think about how badly they need something before they spend the money. So I see people that are so disciplined and they're so good. And then Christmas comes and all that seems to go sideways. And January we have the the meeting of of fear and crying and stress and because the bills came in on the credit card. So let's my goal is to avoid that for you this year and for next year to even be that much better at it. So for this year, let's talk about how we can be reasonably prepared for Christmas. So if we start now, we're giving ourselves some time. The very first thing we want to start with is to make a list. Make a shopping list and make a gift list of people. So that includes everybody. That includes husband, wife, children, children's partners, uh, whether it be boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse. Um, if you buy for your your dog and put your dog on the list, your cat on the list, gold, your goldfish, your horse, your goat, whoever you're buying for, put your neighbor, if you buy for your neighbor, the mail delivery person, if you if you do something at Christmas for that person, if your hairdresser, if you buy your hairdresser something, your barber or something, make a list of every single person that you are planning on buying a gift for. And once that list is made, you're going to stick to it. So if if Aunt Bessie or Cousin Joe is on the list, then that's who you're going to look at and say, okay, these are all the people I have these 20 people I need to buy gifts for. And then you're going to shopping list about what you're realistically planning on spending for them. So if you're setting a budget, and I am going to use the B word, I know I always talk about tracking your cash, but if we're going to set a budget for them, and that's what we want to it's a target. It's a dollar figure that we are going to assign to Aunt Bessie and Cousin Joe. So if we're going to spend $10 or $15, whatever it is, on all our, let, I'm going to call them secondary presents because the primary presents are going to be the people you spend the day with at Christmas. So your spouse, your kids, probably uh, maybe grandparents, parents, whoever that is. So if that's, that's your primary people you're spending the day with. And then your secondary list is going to be the people that you're going to gift to, but you aren't necessarily going to see them at Christmas. So maybe you're going to get your hair done on the 14th of December. You're going to take with you a a gift to your hairdresser. So you're still buying the gift. You're still spending the money, but you see your hairdresser at Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So that still goes on your list. That's your secondary list for people that you're not going to see that day. So $15 is your limit, then $15 is your limit. And that's what you're going to stick to. So we have our list. We've got our primary list. We've got our secondary list. And we're going to assign a dollar value to each of them. So if, for example, we're going to spend the same amount of money on the the um, the recycling pickup crew or the hairdresser or the barber or the kid's teacher or the pet groomer or whoever is in those special people in your life, and we're going to say $10 or $15 is what we're going to spend on them, then we're going to write it down. Because at this point in the year, the ideal way to do it, I'm going to tell you after the break, but because we're at this point in the year, it might be a little bit difficult to do it. So we're going to do it a little bit reverse engineering. And by doing that, this is part of the steps that we're going to do it. So we're going to assign, I'm going to say $10 for easy math, to these eight people that we're going to buy gifts for, and we know that that's $80. And that's what we're spending. And then on our primary list, we might be buying, um, we might be deciding we're going to spend $10 on, on the dog and the cat, and we're going to spend, you know, 30 or $40 on each of the kids, or $50, or whatever your number is, $100, $1,000, whatever is your number, that's what we're going to look at. And we're going to assign that dollar value to them and say, okay, this is how much we're going to spend. Because now we are going to start creating the picture of what our Christmas finances are going to look like. And this is how we're going to in the black and not go into the red. Because we're going to figure out exactly what we need and who we need it for. So that's the starting point. And that's how we're starting tonight. We're going to go to our first break. And we're back. We're going to talk about what we do after we get this list and how we get organized and comfortable financially. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about making sure our team stays in the black this red holiday season. We'll be right back.
Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. I am Kathy Cook Noble on the Inspired Choices Network and today we are talking about keeping in the black this holiday season and that means keeping more green for yourself and your family and before we went to the break we were just getting started about how we're going to go about doing this and I use that dreaded word budget because we're going to just put a let's call it a guideline because it's less scary but let's call it we're going to put down this target this guideline this budget whatever you want to call it and that's going to assign a dollar value that we're going to spend on each person and in that list, we're including everybody, your neighbor, your your um, hairdresser, your barber, your secret Santa, if you do that, um, in exchange for work, if you do that. We're listing everything that you're going to need a gift for. If you're going to five holiday parties and each one of them say a gift of $10, well, write it down. Party one, party two, party three, party four, party five, ten of each. Because we want to know how much we're planning on spending. And then once we know how much we're planning on spending, we're going to look and say realistically, Let's say that number comes out to $1,000 and we can't afford to spend $1,000 this year. There is nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, whoa, that's too much money. I'm not planning on. And then we look at our list and we're saying, okay, what did we do? We Well, we estimated $15 a person on our secondary list for like the hairdresser, the secret Santas, the uh, barber, the neighbor, the the mail delivery person, et cetera. We might knock that down to 10 and say, okay, maybe we're going to get them $10 now instead of 15 It's amazing what $5 can do times 10 people. And then we're going to look at the primary list and we're going to say, okay, well, you know what? Maybe we're not going to spend $50 on the dog and cat. Maybe we're going to spend 20 on the dog and the cat. Or maybe what we're going to do is we're not going to buy that gift that we were thinking about for the kids because really how much do they need? And we're going to talk about that too because people – get carried away and I totally get it. I love Christmas and I, I love buying stuff for the kids. I have four and they're so much fun and I, I'm usually all year looking at stuff and buying, which I'm gonna tell you about that later. Uh but you have to be you have to be disciplined and say, you know what? How many toys can someone play with? If you've got little little kids and by little kids I I mean my youngest is sixteen, so uh Sixteen is is not that when it comes to toys, but if you have a five, six, seven year old and they're going to play with toys, they can't play with ten toys at a time. So let's look at what we're getting them and just buy. And I know we talked about this a couple shows ago, but three toys is really what the recommended number is because they get so excited about opening them, and it's the opening that excites them. And then they're so excited about this 
cardboard box that the Barbie dolls came in and they're playing in the cardboard box. So we want to look at what's really happening because what makes them excited isn't necessarily what makes us excited. And this is all about them because this is the season to give and you get a lot of pleasure and excitement and happiness out of doing that. So when I said before the show that this is what we're going to do at this time of year, because ideally this is back engineering it and back engineering means now we're going, because we've only got about a month or so before we're going to be all done the Christmas shopping that we're able, okay, well, these are the people I'm, I'm going to be buying gifts for and how much is it going to cost me? Then we're going to figure out what we can realistically afford and we're going to work it back so that people can see that um, in your family, you know, whoever's budgeting with you, you or your spouse, maybe you're just doing it yourself. But now you can look at it and you see and say, okay, my limit is actually $800 and my list shows 1000 So now I haven't spent any money yet, but I'm, plan- I'm in the planning stages, can now tweak it and make the adjustments I need to to comfortably live in the zone that I need to be in for how many dollars I spend. And that's how we're going to do it this year. Next year, what I'd love to see you do is plan for it every month. And you know if you're wanting to spend $1,000 at Christmas, then you're going to plan for it every month. You're going to set that money aside. And I don't know if you, I don't, I don't know the program. I'm certainly not endorsing it. But some of you, and I know I've had people ask me about this before, um, but Dave Ramsey I know has um, different programs. And I know the zero-based bidding is, is one. And it's the same for Christmas where you just write down how much money – you have coming in, and at the end of the month, it always equals zero. So every dollar gets assigned a thing, whether it be an investment, a savings, a, an expense, or a bill, or so forth. But you include in there part of your holidays. So you're going to assign so much money for you know birthdays for the year, and Christmas, and Easter, and so on. So we're going to do that for next year, because then you'll already have the money aside, and there's no stress at all. All you do is you make your list, you make your people, and, and frankly, if you're a little bit like the way I do it, um, you're buying all year because there's special deals that are on, and, and I have this this chest that I put all the stuff in, and then you've got at the end you get to to December, you're like, oh, isn't this great? I bought this when it was on sale in February or March or whatever. It is. So you're buying, you're doing your shopping all year, and it's not overwhelming in financial sense, and it's not overwhelming in a shopping sense where you're fighting the crowds. So that's my goal for you for next year. But but assuming we have done that this year. We're going to talk about how we're going to do it right now. So we're going to, we've done our, that we set our budget. We've got our list of people. We know how much we're going to spend. We've assigned the money. Now what are we going to do? Now we're going to say, okay, where are we going to go shopping for this? Some online, some of them might be in the stores. You're going to be able to look for sales and special. And uh, maybe you're getting gift cards and that's very popular and I, I totally get that. So now we're going to write down what is our goal to buy that person? So maybe I'm going to buy my my uh, hairdresser uh, perfume or chocolates or whatever it is, and I'm going to write that down beside and I know what my limit is. So now when I go out shopping, I'm going to have an idea to say, all right, so I'm buying chocolates, for example, for my hairdresser, my barber, my pet groomer, and my mail delivery person. That's four people. And I'm going to go to Costco because we all know that Costco and Sam's Club They've got huge deals most of the time and, and uh, quality and good quantities. So I go in there and I find a nice chocolate arrangement or chocolate bag or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I look at it and I'm like, okay, there's $10. $10 is my goal. I'm going to buy four because they're going to four different people who don't know each other and aren't going to know that I bought all four of them the same. And I know when I was at Costco just not too long ago, actually, uh, they have those really nice pre-wrapped chocolate and they look beautiful and you can buy them and they're already set and done and you just put the card on them. So it's less stressful, it keeps you on budget and it keeps you organized. So now you've got four gifts that you can check off your list that are done. So we're going to do, we're going to get our list and we're going to really look at it um, and keep track of what we're buying and when we're buying it. We're also going to write down any, um, or circle, down any ideas that we aren't totally sure about. So the kids are always really good, especially the younger ones. They tell you they can rhyme off six to ten things that they want for Christmas, whatever the case is, whatever the toy is, and they're really good at telling you that. So you can write those down to give you an idea, and then you can price them out and say, okay, our goal is to the kids wrote their out and here's their ten items that they really want, and we've got a spending limit on what we're going to spend on the kids. 
but how many gifts are we really going to buy them? They may have asked for 10, but our goal is going to be three, three gifts. That's what we want to buy the kids because then they can focus on what the gift actually is because they get to a point where their eyes just glaze over and they can't comprehend what it all is anyway. And remember I said, it's the excitement of unleashing, which for most people, I mean, I love to watch people unwrap the gifts because I love to give them. When the kids are or the people are excited to unwrap them, then it makes you feel really good and it is exciting. So instead of buying a whole bunch of more gifts, just wrap more of what you have. So if you're buying, for instance, socks for the kids or your spouse, then wrap, if it comes two in a pair, wrap one pair and one pair. So there's two separate gifts. And you can have the volume of gifts without spending the volume in money for the kids. And it keeps them excited and engaged and and they'll appreciate too the three main that you got them. So the Barbie Playhouse, for instance, or whatever the gift is, it doesn't just get tossed aside and we play with the pot, the box or it doesn't, we play with that for and then we move on to the video game that we got and then we move on to the board game and then we move on to the other the next the gift and the next gift and the next gift. So they don't really get time to absorb and appreciate what the gifts really are. So my suggestion is for the, the young kids, three main gifts, and then the smaller ones, you wrap up and you wrap them up so they have multiple gifts to unwrap when the time comes for Christmas. And that's how we're basically going to start our Christmas fund. And that's what we're going to call it. That's our Christmas fund. It becomes a line item when we're doing our tracking our cash. And we're going to have a Christmas fund all year. I know Christmas only happens one month out of the year, but we're going to have it all year because we're realistically going to be tracking where we're going to spend. Our- and it's super easy. You're doing it anyway. So next year, you're going to be tracking your cash. And you're going to be like, oh, there's my Christmas but fund, my Christmas fund. I, you know, I've got that right in my a line item in my my budget or my tracking schedule. And when it gets to Christmas, you're going to say, there's my money. And guess what? Your, your money already set aside. That eliminates your stress. And that eliminates the January blues. The statements come in. And that's what we're going to do from now until Christmas. We're going to start setting it aside. And we're going to say, okay. We decided now that what reasonably works is $800, and $800 divided between four weeks, let's say, that are left, we need to set $200 a week aside, and that's what we do. We set the $200 aside, and when we go out and we pay with the cash, or if we have a credit card that is being assigned for Christmas, then we pay it off as we buy the, if it's I, uh, if it's a case where you get a lot of good points, which I totally understand, if you're going to get points, miles, or you know, redemption points, however it works with the cards, because I know there's a lot of credit cards with some cool points. Then you're going to also be very careful. That card is going to be empty. You're going to go out and buy it, and then you're going to pay it off. And you're going to, with the cash that's set aside in that account, your Christmas fund, because that's the money you're using. And when that money's done, Christmas spending is over. So that is going to help us keep very, very disciplined here for our Christmas fund. And it's going to help us get set up for next year. So we can start our Christmas fund next year. So when next year we say, Geez, you know what? We're we really are a thousand dollars did divided by fifty two weeks. We're gonna set let's call it twenty bucks aside every week. And that's how it's gonna keep us on track. And it's gonna be very, very simple and very easy to, to handle and very easy to um even in your mind just easier to comprehend and cause you less stress. And I'm all about keeping things easy and eliminating stress. So with that, we're gonna take our second break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about staying in this holiday season because that is really so much more fun when it comes to January when we get the credit card bills and we're in the red. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue to talk about keeping our finances holiday season. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome everyone. I'm Kathy Cook-Noble, and you are listening to the Inspired Choices Network. And our show, Financially Speaking, today we are talking about Christmas. And we're talking about how we budget for it. Before we went to break, we were just getting some ideas on how we're going to keep track of everything and pay for it. And part of that is got our list we've of people, we've got our our dollar value assigned to how much we're going to spend, and we have a rough idea of what we're getting them for a gift, and then we just go out into the world and look for it, either on the internet or in the stores. Now, when we do that, we talk either taking cash, which is if $800 is our budget, $800 is how much we spend, or if it's a case where we're going to get points or a security issue and you're afraid of carrying that much money, then we're going to take our credit card that has nothing on it and we're going to use it for specifically the things on our list and then we're going to pay it off. And the other point is, or tip I guess if you want, if you are sure that you're not going to be able to do either of those and be disciplined, you might remember when we talked about tracking your cash, I suggest to get yourself a gift card. So if, say, for example, you go out for um, lunch every day for work, then part of your cash flow is going to be about uh, factoring in how much your lunch is. And then we're going to figure that, you know what, $50 a month is how much you spend on lunch. So we buy a gift card the first of the month, and we use that gift card until it's gone. And when it's gone, we're done eating out. And you can do the same thing with Christmas. So if you know you're going to buy most of your stuff, and I mentioned Costco before, because I think probably because I should on my mind. <laughs> but if you're going to shop at Costco and you know that's where you're getting your gifts, then buy yourself a Costco gift card for $200 if that's what you're planning on spending on it. And go to Costco and use your gift card for 200 and that will keep you on track when you cash out on the gifts that you bought there. And just remember, and I, I, I talked to a lot of different people, and we all, and I've fallen into this, we've all fallen into this, I'm sure, but just because you went to a store and the $100 gift that you were going to buy is on sale for $70 doesn't mean the value is de- decreased. It's still a dollar value. So if you go and you bought a game cartridge because that's what you're giving the kids and it could be a joint gift for the kids, however it works in your house is fine. But you're buying this cartridge $100 for the gift for the game box, whichever game you use. And you go to the store and it's a sale and you're like, right on, 70 bucks. I just saved $30. Isn't that great? It doesn't mean you have to go spend another $30 on a gift for the kids or that particular person, whoever's gift it is. It doesn't mean the value of that gift just went from $100 to $70. That means you have a savings of $30. It is still a $100 item. And I know I've, I'm guilty of this, and, and a lot of people get caught in this. Like, oh, well, I planned on spending $100 on each of my kids. So that's $400. And because I got this one, their gift on sale, then I got to go spend another $30 on that child. Not the case. You still spent the same retail value on the children that planned on spending it. You just actually made it so well. You did such a good job and you're so efficient at it that you saved money on a $100 item. So if you buy it during the, the year, and I mentioned, you know, if you can shop and work this into your overall cash flow, then that's what happens. Then what happens on um, Boxing Day is you have all these huge sales. And if you're buying for next year and that $50 is 50% off, you save $25. That doesn't mean you have to go and spend another $25. So that's where you really it really becomes fun and exciting. Now, when you're planning for the year, you're actually getting super efficient and you're going to end up money ahead with the same quality and the same value of dollars that you're planning on spending. And this is where I find it really exciting because it's almost like a game on how well you can do in, in your shopping. So just remember, because it's on sale and you save money, doesn't mean the value is less to spend more on that particular child. So keep in mind that we have uh, good uh, Black Friday coming up and we have Cyber Monday coming up. And there may be a great opportunity 
for everybody out there to get some really great deals on whatever items that you have. But don't go into the store without a list, without a plan, without a focus, without something in your mind, because that's when we overspend. And everybody gets all caught up in the hoopla of the specials and the sales. And and I absolutely agree that you can get some great deals out there. But some of them aren't great. Some of them aren't such great savings that it was worth making the trip at four in the morning to the store or uh, buying those or fighting your way through the crowds. You have to also look at when you're online, the best deals. Could you get a better deal in the store? That's why it's really, really important that you have a list and you say, okay, this is King for. I've done a little bit of homework to say, um, re- realistically, that gift costs dollars and that's what I'm prepared to spend. That seems to be the price, the going rate in you know, the store and online. And when you get to the stores and you see that it's actually $35 or you see that it's $40, it's like, you know what? Everywhere else I looked, it was 30 So overspending isn't required on these gifts because people get caught up in their, the panic and they're going through the motions. I see it every year and I hear it every year from people I know where they're like, oh, I have to get out and get this done. I this gift and this gift and this gift and I'm just going to go out and get it done because I'm so far behind and I didn't do the shopping before and I didn't do the planning. I just got to go out on the day before Christmas and buy all this and now you're at the mercy of whatever's there and whatever it is. And that is not the ideal way to be managing your finances. You want to have a list and you want to have a plan because when you have that, it's more of a calm environment and you can really go into the store, be it Costco or Kohl's or Walmart or wherever it is that you want to shop and you can go in very calmly and you can look at your list and say, yep, I'm not going to get overwhelmed with all these deals. I'm not going to get overwhelmed with all these people. I have this. I know exactly how many people I'm shopping for and how much I'm prepared to spend and I have a rough idea as to what it is I'm looking to get them because I know that Somebody made a comment that they really wanted bubble bath, and I know that over the course because I was listening, you know, and I also know that um, somebody wanted a video game and somebody wanted uh, some kind of hoverboard or whatever the gift is. So you're going to know because you've been listening and you're prepared and you've been very, very aware, very conscious of it. And that's what I'd love to see for everybody instead of that panic shopping at the end. And honestly, from a retail side, I mean, this is a little bit off side and off track of what we're talking about, but even retail side, if you're doing this all year long and you're planning it, then it's even better for them because they don't have this influx of spending one month and then it fizzles off and there's nothing in January and February. So, I mean, it's just better flow and and spending and the economy and that's a whole other getting me off on topic on that. But um, yeah. So we want to just make sure that we are being very, very aware of our dollars and what we're spending because I always like think of it like this. Whenever you're buying something, ask yourself, how many hours do I have to work at X dollars an hour, whatever your rate is. I, I make, Let's say I make $20 an hour and I have to buy something for $200. I have to work 10 hours to pay for that. Is that really worth it? Is that the best use of my money? at the right place to spend my money? Am I being efficient? And that's what you want to look at. Even for Christmas, we want to look at whether what gifts we're buying for. And that includes your charity. That's also part of uh, your overall plan, I'm sure. If you're if you're donating money to a certain charity or you're donating your time, then that's, that's fine. But if you're thinking, you know what, every year I like to donate X amount to uh, Christmas care or the caring cupboard or your church or whatever it is, Work that into your your finances as well. It, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. There's no fear of of missing something. There's no there's nothing wrong at all about that in the season. And thinking I'm going to make sure that I have the right number of of dollars that are going towards each thing. So if you want to put fifty dollars in the collection plate Christmas Eve, then hey, you know what? My Christmas budget is eight hundred dollars. And I've got this list of all these people I'm buying these gifts. And when I add it up, because this year we've only got four weeks to back engineer it, we're going to say, okay, well, I decide $200 a week. And part of that $50 is going, part of that $100 is going towards my donation. So 50 of it comes out. Then I got 750 to go to the store and spend. But when I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, geez, you know what? My budget came to 820. Where am I going to cut 20 bucks? And that's what you look at. So it's, it's, 
really as simple as that. It doesn't need to get you overwhelmed. And I know um, they get overwhelmed with the season. There's so much for them to be tracking and looking to and being prepared for. And I got to get this and I got to get this. And I find most of that is because most people are doing at Christmas time. And next year, start Christmas in January. You're going to have great deals. You're going to have, um, well, you're going to have a great deal right after on Boxing Day if those are great deals. And remember, we don't need to go out the next day just to spend money for the sake of spending money. We want to make sure that we have a list this year. We're going to already have our list because we did it this year. So we're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, we got the teacher. We got, uh, you know, child one's teacher, child two's teacher. We've got the mail delivery person. We've got the hairdresser. We've got groomer. We've got all these people that the secret Santa, we assume that we're probably going to get invited to the party at where you have to bring a gift. If you do, then you put that on the list. That's all part of our plan. And then next, as we're going along, we've got this list in the back of our day timer or whatever the case is, however you do it. And you just think, oh, okay, listen, this is great. This is what I'm planning on spending. There's The gift is right here. It's a super great deal. I'm going to buy it today. And I'm going to put it in my, uh, my, we used to call the tickle trunk. And I think that's because I grew up in the days of, of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood and, and all those those shows so we put it in the box and we have it all there for Christmas and we're prepared it's all in one spot in the the closet in the same box and we're ready to go for next year and it just makes things so much easier and much nicer and uh so much just so much better and oh yeah dress up not Mr. Rogers Doc, Mr. Dress up you're right Fred Rogers was Mr. Dress up <laughs> that's a side note but thank you <laughs> and he was awesome I love it so these are things that we just want to keep in mind on how we're going to manage our finances with Christmas. So we're going to go to our last break of the night. And when we come back, we're just going to sum up the list that we're going to follow. And we're going to sum up uh, how to really stay focused at Christmas. Because when we do, it just makes the season that much less stressful. And there's nothing nothing better than Christmas Day. You're there and the kids are opening the gifts and you're, you're tense or you're stressed because you're thinking... How am I going to pay for this in January? And you definitely don't want that. And for those of you who are more techie out there and love the technology, I am absolutely on board with you. I love it. I love love it. I think there's so many good things for it. There's apps. Download the Christmas. Download a Christmas app and track uh, who you're buying, what you're buying, who you're buying for, what you're buying for them, and how much you're spending. There's a lot of apps out there that do that, and you can certainly have that on your phone, and it's with you all the time. So you never have to worry about losing your list. Um, I have lists I clip in the back. The only thing I haven't computerized is my day timer because I love to have it in my hand and I'll clip my list to the day timer so it's always with me. But you absolutely could use an app as well. So we're going to go to our last break of the night. And back, we're just going to summarize what we've got and how to make this holiday season absolutely fantastic and stress-free. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to just finish up our conversation about Christmas and staying in the black on this red holiday season. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. And you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network with myself, Cook Noble. And today we've been talking about Christmas 
and how to stay in the black this holiday season. And before we went to break, we were talking about different ideas and tips. Hopefully some of them, maybe even if just one or two of them are tidbits you can take away, make your holiday season less stressful financially, then I think we would have considered it successful. And that's what we do here on the Inspired Choices Network is we help people improve their lives every day, little by little, and financially helps with the financial side of it. And our goal here is to help everybody have a, a stress-free and financially happy life in whatever that looks like for them because no two people are the same and no situations are the same. So for Christmas this year, because we're back engineering it, we have four weeks roughly, we're going to take what we know is our budget that we're going to be able to spend and we're going to divide it by the four weeks and we're going to start setting that amount of money aside every single week because that's what we're going to need. And we're going to know how much we're spending because we have a list of who we're buying gifts for, how much we're spending on each person and a potential gift idea. And I say potential because you always know what you're getting for somebody, but you'll have an idea as to what they like and what you're looking for. And you're going to your list. You're going to set the spending limit. And if you can't pay in cash because you're getting this great deal on cards, points on your card, then you're going to make sure that your credit card is empty. You use your credit card and you pay it off right away. The other thing I would suggest is shop by yourself. When you shop by yourself, you spend less money because you don't have that somebody else with you that's like distracting or, oh, isn't this great? And wouldn't that be a great idea? And then it confuses you or gets you off your game. So shop by yourself. It's easy to do when you're doing it online. I do that all the time. Um, I have no problem shopping by myself there. But going into a store, there's lots of excitement. Um, distractions and, and sometimes people you get talking and then you didn't realize you bought that and you're thinking, oh, do I already had the hairdresser's gift and just don't confuse yourself. Shop by yourself if you can. And always remember that it's the season to give, uh, not so much to receive. I know we all you know, do both, but I'm sure most people will love buying stuff for other people. Not It's not buying stuff for yourself. So remember, this isn't the season to give and receive for because you were out shopping and there's just really cute shoes that you just loved and you're buying shoes for your daughter and wouldn't that be great if you got that pair for you and it is Christmas so you'll treat yourself it's not on the list it's not the season that's not what we're doing so if you're shopping for Christmas you are not shopping for yourself so those cute shoes you put on your wish list for somebody else to buy for you or for your birthday or for another time but we're not splurging and uh, eating into our well-laid-out plan. So shop also for, uh, there's nothing wrong with the discount stores or the bulk saving stores, whatever. I mentioned Costco. Uh, don't don't ever stress about Kohl's or Marshall's or Costco. There are some awesome offs that you can buy there at some super cool prices. And you can go to Costco and they have bulk, obviously, cause, and sub because that's what they are. And you can get, great deals on one item that you split into gifts and that's fantastic too don't go crazy on the kids the kids are are awesome and want to spend time with you and enjoy the season together don't go crazy and buy them so many things get them one to three gifts that really mean something and when you when you see their list of you know 10 or depending on the age 10 or 12 things that they think they need just put a little what's a need what's a want what are they going to wear? What are they going to read? And if you're going to get that, and that's an idea too for for gifts, if you're going to get a young child some gifts, maybe get something that they want, something something that like the Barbie dollhouse I mentioned, something that they need, like a new pair of shoes, something that they might wear like socks and underwear, something <laughs> that they can read, like a good book. And that gets great gifts and every gets different types of gifts to open. Wrap lots of things up. Like I mentioned before, if you buy socks and it comes two or three in a pair or in a package, wrap up each pair separately so they each get lots of gifts to buy or sorry, lots of gifts to unwrap that you've bought. And it keeps it fun. So it's the same thing. You know, if you buy your husband a barbecue set and or your wife a barbecue set because maybe they're the barbecue and it comes with five in a pack, don't be afraid to wrap up all five of them. Make it fun, right? Um and make sure that you keep it stress-free by having it laid out and out and stick to it. The best laid plans are only the best when you stick to them. So we could put the best plan together. We've got it all mapped out. We've got 
complete control of our finances. We've got the money set aside and here we are and we don't follow the plan. Or we made the list, but we always forget the list and we never bring it. So we're just going to wing it when we get to the store. And you know what happens when you go to the grocery store and you wing it. You always end up buying more stuff than you had planned. So when you go sticking to the list and it's not like, oh, wouldn't that be great? Oh, I hadn't thought about buying that for so-and-so. They'd really like that. Oh, you know, so-and-so would really like that. I'll get that as well. No, no, no. Stick to the list. So just look down and write on of your list. Stick to the list. This is what your plan is. This is what's going to keep you financially happy. This is what's going to allow you to enjoy the holiday like everybody else. So you're not worried and stressing about the fact that you've always spent and you're not going to be able to pay your credit card off and you're hoping and praying with your fingers and toes crossed that maybe you'll get money for Christmas because you're going to be short to pay for your child's books at school or whatever comes up in January or if there's a birthday like me, my youngest birthday is the first part of January. So if you've got a child whose birthday is the first part of January, then you're going to be all stressed thinking I can't afford to buy a birthday present because I overspent Christmas. Don't do that to yourself. Enjoy the holidays. Stick to the list. Make a number real. Look what you can afford and absolutely stay on target. And remember, it's a deal. It's a fantastic deal. It was on sale. You got it on Black Friday, Cyber, whatever the case is. It cost you 100 bucks and uh, it's a $150 item. It's a $50 savings. It's not a $50 more that I have to spend on another kid <laughs> or somebody else. So just try and keep that in mind. And and if you absolutely can control yourself with the spending and you know you're going to shop at Costco, like I mentioned, buy yourself the gift card for Costco. Just use that. And when you're out, you're done. And that's how you do it. So I want to wish Eddie a great holiday season shopping. And don't be afraid to write this list down and be afraid to revise it. So if you realize that things aren't working out, make them that you need to make. And my American friends, have a very happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Black Friday, Cyber Monday to all of you who will be participating. And all the best of luck for Christmas shop this year and next year, even better shopping. We'll see you again on Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. Have a great time this week with all your shopping and holidays. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.